Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the fourth quarter 2020 Von Nelson Global Smidcap Recap Call. In the fourth quarter of 2020, the Von Nelson Global Smidcap returned 25.09% gross, 24.83% net, and that is against the MSCI All Country World Index cap at 21.03%. And with me today is Lead Portfolio Manager, Jim Eisenman. And with that, Jim, I will turn things over to you. Thanks, Dan. Let's start with a brief review of the Global Smith product. Our Global Smith strategy is benchmarked against the MSCI All Country World Index mid cap. The investment universe includes over 7,500 small and mid-cap companies across 23 developed and 26 emerging markets. The U.S. dollar market cap range for the index includes companies between $100 million and $46 billion, with a median of $1.7 billion. Currently, approximately 52% of the benchmark market weight is in U.S. equities, with a 38% weighting in other developed markets and 10% in emerging markets. The Global Smith strategy employs Von Nelson's traditional targeted return approach, which is based on bottom-up fundamental analysis along with our focus on risk management and portfolios that are diversified at the fact level. The result is a high active share factor diversified portfolio of 4 to 80 names. Most of the Global Smith portfolio is comprised of holdings drawn from Von Nelson's other U.S. and international strategies. The holdings in these portfolios have already been thoroughly researched by our portfolio managers and analysts and determined to meet our return criteria. During the fourth quarter, we saw positive absolute returns in all countries represented in the Acquis Midcap benchmark. Positive vaccine data and indications that further fiscal stimulus is likely were the impetus for the strong market returns. The portfolio had positive relative performance as the benchmark for the quarter. The largest contributor to our relative outperformance was the stock selection in the United States, Japan, and Hong Kong. The primary drag on relative performance was stock selection in the Netherlands and the Philippines. In the United States, the portfolio benefited from a continued sequential improvement in economic activity, resulting in a broad-based re-rating of our most cyclical, undervalued asset holdings across a variety of sectors and industries. In Japan, a real estate investment manager received a takeout offer at a reasonable premium. In Hong Kong, our holdings in an auto retailer and a consumer appliance manufacturer benefited from a rebound in consumer spending in China. In addition, the appliance manufacturer received a buyout offer from its parent company during the quarter. In the Netherlands, an outsourced fund administration business failed to see a rebound in corporate actions during the quarter. In the Philippines, an operator of hypermarket and supermarket chains faced weakening same-store sales growth due to tough comparisons with the prior year and lower government subsidies for the poor. We continue to believe that both these businesses are well-positioned in their end markets and believe our holdings in them should see significant market appreciation over the next two to three years, despite some short-term choppiness in stock performance. The fourth quarter equity market rally materially boosted valuation multiples, indicating that a portion of the expected 2021 earnings recovery has already been discounted. As the global economy recovers, additional policy support may be needed to offset the damage that occurred to key service sectors in the commercial real estate market. U.S. and international economies continue to benefit from a strong recovery in the industrial sector, 
as global supply chains are rebuilding inventories and preparing for a post-COVID-19 normalization of activity. The recovery in the services side of the economy continues at a modest pace as renewed lockdowns presented headwind in the fourth quarter. One of the brightest spots in the U.S. economy has been the sin housing. The rapid increase in demand has pushed home prices materially higher. Higher home prices represent a near-term headwind, but are a harbinger of increased economic activity as additional supply is brought to market to balance supply and demand. Key driver of the global recovery has been weaker U.S. dollar, which boosted commodity prices and eased the debt burden of foreign borrowers. However, the falling U.S. dollar and supply chain disruptions are leading to price increases in the U.S., which will likely cause headline inflation to exceed the Federal Reserve's 2% target during the first half of 2021. Should this increase in inflationary pressure prove transitory and there are no material shifts in real yields, then we would not expect a material impact to risk assets. To the extent higher inflation expectations become more entrenched or real yields move higher, a broader repricing of risk assets across sectors and asset classes is expected. Currently, the portfolio has a small overweight position in the U.S., Japan, and the U.K. relative to the benchmark and an underweight in the emerging market countries as a group. This positioning is primarily a function of our bottom-up fundamental analysis of companies and where we are finding the most attractive risk-adjusted returns. At the sector level, we are overweight information technology and industrials, where we believe we have identified a significant number of businesses that have attractive secular opportunities, as well as cyclical names that are coming off the bottom of a cycle and which have significant upside with limited downside from the current price. We are under utilities, healthcare, and consumer discretionary. Within the utility sector, we have not found any names which currently meet our return criteria and therefore have no holdings in this sector. In healthcare, we have several attractive holdings. However, we have been wary of names that have seen COVID-related short-term demand boosts and generally approach this sector with caution. We believe the consumer will continue to be propped up by fiscal and monetary stimulus rather than a traditional cyclical pickup in employment. And as such, the winners and losers will be different this cycle, causing us to be very selective in how we approach the consumer space. We continue to find attractive opportunities across a wide variety of countries and industries in our investment universe. These include high return businesses with secular growth opportunities, as well as the more cyclical companies that are showing accelerating growth coming off the cycle trough in economic activity. We believe we have an attractive set of opportunities to choose from across the globe and continue to position the portfolio into names with the best payoff profiles while maintaining an appropriately diversified portfolio at the factor level. And now we'll send it back to Dan. Thank you, Jim. It, uh, it's great to see that the strategy's got off to a, a solid start and, and a you know, good finish to 2020. And we are looking forward to see what has to come here, and, and we'll catch you up again at the end of the first quarter of 2021. Uh, so good luck, and we'll talk soon. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform.
This podcast or any podcast in the series does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws.